Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com, but for now, here is today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. This will be one of those episodes that's a bit shorter and sweeter and to the point, but definitely going to have a good amount of information for you guys. If you have been listening for any period of time, you know one of my favorite topics in this world of functional medicine, biohacking, whatever you want to call it, is light. I love light, I love circadian biology, I love studying this stuff and seeing how it affects our human bodies, how it affects life in general, and it's something that I take very seriously. I honestly do not know many people in our space that go as far as I go with the light thing. Now, you got the people out there like Dr. Jack Cruz and a few other individuals who, my gosh, I mean, they really do live it, so props to them. I'm up there, though, man. I got to be in the 95th percentile. <laughs> and that's not to say I do everything in health perfectly. I really don't. I do it as much as is necessary to maintain health and make sure I'm always progressing in the right direction. But this is just something that... I got attached to. It became very habitual for me. I think it is so cool and I think it's very powerful and it's not something that's necessarily utilized by all functional practitioners in the way that it should be. I think maybe at best they get a pair of blue light blocking glasses with clear lenses so that barely even works anyway and they throw it on every other day while they're staring at their computer. That's not that, that's not what we're talking about. When I'm focusing on light I want to know how we can use it to its best potential and fullest potential while still maintaining some level of normalcy in a modernized society. So what do I mean by that? I mean that if you really wanted to use it to its full potential, you'd go live on a desert island or live outside and be outside all day long. That's not practical for most of us. At the same time, I do think most of us are able to give a bit more effort than just throwing on some clear tinted lenses well, I guess there's no tint there really at all, right? Some clear lenses in front of a computer screen for 30 minutes every other day. That's not going to cut it either. So somewhere between going full caveman and modern day human lies a really beautiful, really centered mix that I think you can use to get optimal health results in today's world. So with these episodes that I end up doing at this time every year, I like to just give updates or share things that maybe I learned in the past year. Some of this stuff isn't new. Uh, you really, in this space, there's certain principles that are timeless. For example, you want to eat whole foods. Okay, not whole foods market. We're not talking about the business, but whole foods, single ingredient foods. Okay, that doesn't really change. You want to drink clean water, no fluoride. Yeah, that doesn't really change. And certain things with the light doesn't really change either. But there are new gizmos and gadgets that... I'm not affiliated with, by the way, so I'm not making a commission off of this. FDN's not even making a commission off this, but I do think they're worth sharing because there's some really significant things that are being done in this market right now. Let's get to them. We'll start with 
what I would call the standard stuff, things that you already should have had. And maybe you don't have them. Maybe you're a newer graduate. Maybe you're newer to our podcast and no one's told you about this stuff before. If that's the case, then fair enough. Don't worry at all. We'll break it all down today and we'll have everything in the show notes. First thing that I would be doing is free. It's not a gizmo or gadget at all. It's getting the heck outside in the morning. This can be done a few different ways. You can open your window. You can physically go outside. You can go for a walk. That's crazy, right? You could do exercise, even crazier, like real exercise. You could bike or you could run. (laughs) You could throw the squat rack out there and you could be doing some weightlifting in that sunrise in the morning. It doesn't matter to me what you do, but getting outside right at sunrise is going to be essential to nailing down the rest of what we're going to talk about or getting the full benefits of the rest of what we're going to talk about. Ooh, also, on a quick side note, I promise this is relevant. I am very aware that there are different parts of this world, and the different parts of this world experience different things at different times. This might be news to you as the listener. Uh, it is thankfully not news to me as the host. <laughs> In the Southern Hemisphere, for example, they are not experiencing winter right now, like some of our Northern Hemisphere listeners. And so I'm speaking as if it's winter, because typically our main countries that listen to us, it's always USA's number one every month. And then Canada, UK might be number two. Australia is also very high as well. And so this matters for me to mention because Australians might be like, okay, well, Ev, this is all really cool, but why do I need this right now? I'll mention whether or not you should be doing these things when it's summer or you should use these things when it's fall or winter, when it's very cold. So getting out in the morning and getting as much sun as possible, that's going to be true no matter where you live, no matter what time of year it is. It might be easier at certain times of a year of the year than others, but that doesn't mean that we can make the excuse to not go do it. We gotta do it. And if you guys uh, didn't know this, it's a very interesting fact. Because people always say, oh, it's cold. That's why I can't go outside. Do you understand That there are people that hike Mount Everest every year. You know that happens every year. And you should go look up what temperatures Mount Everest, especially the summit, experiences. And then once you know what that is, you might say, how is it that they could do that, but I can't walk outside, you know, at 1,000 feet above sea level or 100 feet above sea level, you know, when it's winter? Maybe you just don't have the right gear. And cold exposure has its benefits, so that's one way you could look at it as well. (laughs) But if it's really a weather thing that's stopping you from getting out, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to poke at you, but I don't necessarily buy that excuse because there are people that really go do some 10 times crazier stuff than walking out their front door in the morning and then get to go, you know, into their warm house right afterwards or warm apartment. I think you can just buy a better jacket. (laughs) I think you could buy a better pair of gloves. You're going to be okay. You're going to survive. With that said, get out in the morning. You got to be doing that. There's no point in even talking about the gizmos or gadgets until you do that. You have to get outside and get morning light. Okay, let's assume that you're uh, let's assume that you're nailing that down. If you want to know how much time, because people always like to know, well, how long do I have to do this for? Minimum of 30 minutes. I know some people will say like two to three. I think that at least 30 in my experience, is what really starts to make a difference. I think that's when your body seems to fully accept that, okay, yeah, it's morning, we're getting rolling here. And that's when I have seen my clients experience the biggest benefits at nighttime. So if they go out for two to three minutes in the morning, that's great, that wakes them up, but they don't necessarily see the same sleep benefits at night as the people who are staying out for longer in the morning. 
And then people always ask, well, how much is too much? There is no such thing. You are an animal. I am an animal. Animals live outside. <laughs> there is no such thing as too much morning sunlight. The answer is you get as much as you can. 30 minutes is the bare minimum. So that means if you're in a position where you can get a couple hours, you'd probably want to get a couple hours. I know this seems insane to some people because they can't even comprehend being outside that long when we have these computers or whatever we're using nowadays. But really, you got to be outside. That really is something that works. So get outside. Minimum of 30 minutes. Figure out a way to do this. Listen to podcasts like this when you're walking around. Or find an activity that you really love. I don't believe that some people don't like exercise. I believe that some people haven't found the right exercise for them. I'm not a huge runner. That's not my favorite thing in the world. I used to think it was cool. I got a foot injury. Never really got back into it. I'll go bike all day, though. I actually like hiking a lot. So if you give me those activities, I'll go do them until I can't do them anymore. Just find the things that you like and then get the hell outside. <laughs> all right, so number one is getting that morning light. Number two, this is when we're kind of getting a bit more gizmo and gadgety, but this is stuff that you should probably already have, hopefully. You want real, authentic, nighttime blue light blocking glasses. Nighttime blue light blocking glasses. So how do those differ from any other type of blue light blocking glasses? Well, I mentioned already in this episode the clear lenses, which I'm not a fan of really at all. But the clear lenses, at worst, they're legitimately fake and they don't do anything. If you go on Amazon, you could find enough of those. At best, they are real, but the devil's in the details. Do those glasses block blue light sometimes? Yes, they do. And if you want to know how to tell that the clear lens blue light blocking glasses are authentic to any degree... You can kind of see it from the outside, so if you're facing the glasses themselves, like if as if someone was wearing them, not if you're wearing them yourself, and you kind of shift them around in light, you should be able to see a slight purple tint occasionally. So this isn't something that's majorly obvious. It's only obvious when you kind of tilt it the right way and look at it, and you see the light reflecting, and you're like, oh, okay, there's a little purple there. If that's the case, then almost certainly they are authentic. But the issue is, when you have a clear lens... By definition, you can only be blocking so much blue light. Like you're blocking a very minimal amount. What can this amount help with, if anything? Well, it can help eye strain. It can definitely help headaches. It can help with some of that eye fatigue. So I guess that could be considered synonymous with um, eye strain. But that's really all it's doing. This is not giving you some profound health benefit that we believe the other blue light blocking glasses are. You're basically, at best, getting rid of some eye strain and headaches, which is awesome. You know, you don't want those. And at worst, they're just fake and they don't do anything. Why did I say then that I never really recommend these at all? Well, again, it's because we're talking about health here. Someone that listens to this podcast wants to know how to optimize their health at the highest level and live as long as possible, live as healthy as possible. I'm assuming that's why you're listening to a show like this. In my opinion, the clear lenses aren't, aren't going to cut it. For the daytime, you would want the yellow ones. So that's not a nighttime one. Remember what we're getting at here. The second step was wear the nighttime glasses, but I have to rule all the other glasses out first because every single time we post something about this, someone always asks, well, well, what about this one? And can I use this tint? And can I use that? So I'm just explaining it. So you're getting a few for one here. This is like one A, B, and C. So the clear lenses, that is pretty much irrelevant. I wouldn't use those at all. Number two though, B, is the yellow tinted glasses. Those can be used in the daytime. In fact, they should be used in the daytime. The yellow tinted glasses are going to allow, roughly speaking, rough numbers, about half of the blue light into your eye. 
And you say, well, Ev, I thought blue light was bad. Well, no, blue light isn't inherently uh, bad. Blue light's in the sun. Anytime you've been in sunlight, you've had some blue light hitting you. Blue light's not inherently bad. The way nature designed it, though, is blue light is not available 24-7, such as when it's nighttime. And in addition, blue light and really all parts of the light spectrum seem to have this kind of synergistic relationship with each other. And so, for example, if I have blue light that's mixed in with strong amounts of uh, strong amounts of red, well, red is really great for anti-inflammatory stuff. It kind of helps negate some of the issues that might be seen with blue. This is not, I'm oversimplifying this for today's podcast. So don't go out and quote Detective Ev and say, well, he said red light perfectly negates blue. That's not exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it straightforward and simple enough for today's show. When we are using modern tech, certainly there's very little red, if any red, compared to the blue. And it is in no way, no way close to the ratio that we would have seen it in with nature. Like the sun has a completely different ratio of red to blue than our tech screens do. So you do need some blue. Blue tells you to be awake. Blue lets you know it is daytime. It's time to get going. So that's what we want in the daytime. Yellow uh, lenses are perfect for that. It'll help get rid of some of the more damaging and excess blue light, but give you just enough to let your body know, hey, it's daytime. I do need to be awake. I need to be alert so that I can get these emails or um, answer these texts or whatever it might be. Nighttime glasses. What are those? Those are the red ones. Not orange, not orange, red, amber, like a deep red. That's what they should look like. And then really the only way to test is using something called a spectrometer. But I can spare you that. I can let you know of the companies that I trust enough to say you don't need to run them through a spectrometer. They're doing that themselves and their brand has spoken for themselves for the last several years at least. The two brands I really like, you got one is Bond Charge, formerly known as Blue Blocks. So Bond Charge is B-O-N-Charge.com. And I will share some other stuff that they have in just a second because they're really cool for a variety of reasons. And then a USA-based company, RA Optics, so Ra Optics. He is a fascinating young guy. I hope to have him on the podcast. And I know I'm a young guy myself, but he's even younger than me, believe it or not. And he is just a fascinating dude, really cool what he's done and what he's created. So we hope to have him on the show one day. Actually, I got to reach out again. I reached out like when we were probably 40 episodes in and I think, you know, they weren't so direct about it, but I think we were too small at the time for them to humor us. <laughs> and I, I think we might be able to make a deal now. So raoptics.com, it's just the glasses basically, but they're USA based. It's kind of cool to support someone. Um, from the same country that you're in, if you happen to be one of our USA listeners. If you're an Australia listener, or maybe you just don't like the US, then Bond Charge would be a good one. They are an Australia-based company. Really nice guy that owns that company. So, you're going to get the nighttime glasses. You're going to make sure you're out in the morning. Well, you're going to do that reverse order. <laughs> you're going to make sure you're out in the morning first, and then when it's nighttime, you're going to put on the nighttime glasses. Ev, how much um, time before bed do I need to have the glasses on? as much time as possible after sunset that is so that means for me right now sunset is around 5 20 to 5 30 p.m i put the blue light glasses on at 5 20 or 5 30 p.m oh my gosh but ev that's like four or five hours of having the glasses on yes you're correct again this all depends on how far you want to take this if you have never tried this for a full month oh my gosh man you're leaving your health on the table People will spend all the money on supplements, they'll make the dietary changes, they'll do all these crazy things, they'll run the tests. I encourage you to do all those things. You need to do all those things to some degree, depending on how sick you are. But then they don't do the stuff for the light. 
and they look for the bare minimum recommendations with it. It's always, how long do I have to spend out in the morning? Oh, is five minutes enough? Oh, how long before bedtime do I have to put these glasses on? Can I do like 30 minutes or an hour? No, no, no. The answer is, in the morning, you want to be out as long as possible. And any time it is not light out, you would want your nighttime blue light blocking glasses. So you can decide what works for you. You can decide how much you're willing to do. But the answer is as much as possible within these certain time frames. And what I mean by that is obviously it's not morning forever. I get that. And obviously it's not night forever. So there is a time limit, but the time limit might be much more than most people are even willing to do. Maybe they're not even able to do it. I get that. Maybe you're working past sunset and the job that you have wouldn't even allow you to wear glasses depending on what you're doing. I get that. Like red glasses, that is. (laughs) That's totally fine. But those are the answers. You'll want to do as much as possible. So one, get out in the morning. Two, get the nighttime glasses. Three, this is where we get into some fun gizmos and gadgets. I'm actually going to give you my first new recommendation of this year. This is something I've never talked about before on here. I'm going to recommend the Chroma D-Lite 2.0. So that's Chroma D-Lite 2.0, C-H-R-O-M-A. This is all going to be in the show notes, everything that I'm talking about today. I am so impressed by what these guys did. First of all, they can accept FSA or HSA funds. So that's amazing. Second, it is a vitamin D lamp, so very similar to Spurdy, and I love Spurdy. Shout out to them, no hate to them whatsoever. I actually use Spurdy vitamin D lamps in my light therapy business, uh, which I've told you guys about before many times on this show. We actually use Spurdy vitamin D lamps there, but that's honestly only because I didn't know this light was out until somewhat recently, and you know, they're not cheap, but we have to kind of make the decision that from a business perspective, do we upgrade to these lights for next year? I think we'll probably get through these season with, uh, this season without upgrading, but next year we will definitely have these ones. So it's the Chroma D-Light 2.0. It's a vitamin D-Light that also has near-infrared light and red light. How amazing is that? So they just put both in one. So now you can use this and get UVB light while also getting the healing and protective benefits of red and near infrared light. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely genius. Chroma D light. There's not much more to say other than me just like totally being amazed that they did this. I think it's absolutely incredible. But yeah, I can send you guys the link in the show notes and you can check out more about them. I think they are backlogged right now. So definitely get them while you can. Okay, that's number three. You always want some type of vitamin D lamp during the winter. The supplements do not work the same way. And if you don't believe that, let's just use some common sense. If you had the best food in the world, like I'm talking hundreds and hundreds of years ago when the food wasn't completely tainted, you would be lucky to get a thousand or a couple thousand IU from food alone. It's a couple thousand IU of vitamin D. Well, we know that humans should probably get way more than that. Like maybe you should be getting 10 to 20,000 IU. And if you've really trained your body well, I mean, it's way more than that. It's numbers that, you know, I almost have to be careful with saying because they'll say I'm making a medical claim that isn't backed. But I'll just put it this way. If you're tan, you can last outside for a very long time. And yes, that doesn't allow you to get as much vitamin D. But if you're, I don't care how tan you are. If you're out there for hours in the summer, you're getting a hell of a lot of vitamin D. So just use common sense in that way. Orally, we can only ever get a couple thousand IU of vitamin D. On the skin, we can get way more than that. It's also a different process of how we actually get the vitamin D from oral supplements 
or from the skin side. Look it up. Not for today's show. Today's show is just for the recommendations. Uh, I probably have this somewhere else in the podcasts if I can find that one. That's what sucks about being 300 episodes in. It's very cool to say, but it's also like, holy cow, there's a lot here. And it's sometimes hard to remember where everything actually is. But I will put that in the show notes if I do remember. So if you can't get the Chroma D-Light, Spurdy is still definitely an amazing second option. But they have competition now, man. And again, I love those guys, but they've been on the market for a while just doing their thing without any real competition. So it'll be interesting to see what happens as the consumer becomes more aware which one actually lasts over the next 5-10 years. Hmm, We'll see. Vitamin D lamp. Definitely going to want that in fall and winter because you can probably not get vitamin D where you live. And Ev, how do we know if there's any time of year that I can't get vitamin D where I live? It basically just depends on this. Do you live above the 37th parallel north or below the 37th parallel south if you have no idea what i just said go to google type in 37th parallel north or 37th parallel south if you're in the southern hemisphere and then it will give you a line across the globe and you see where you're at relative to that line and the farther you are away from that line the longer the period each year where you cannot get vitamin d from the sun the closer you are to that line the shorter the period each year where you can't get vitamin D. And if you live between the 37th parallel south and the 37th parallel north, there is no time of year where you can't get vitamin D. It just might vary in intensity. If you're on the equator, then it's about the same all year long, just like the time of day is very similar all day long. So that's another good way to remember this. If the time of sunrise and sunset is pretty stagnant where you live year-round, good chance you can get year-round vitamin D. The more extreme the sunset and sunrise times change, the less likely it is that you can get year-round vitamin D. So Alaska definitely has many times throughout the year where you can't get any meaningful amounts of vitamin D. Whole nother episode on that one coming soon, I promise. (laughs) All right, get your vitamin D lamp, get outside in the morning, get the nighttime glasses, Another cool little gizmo and gadget, or I should say set of gizmos and gadgets, is going back to bondcharge.com. I've really been amazed by what these guys have created over time. It's It started out with just the nighttime glasses, as far as I remember. And I've watched this guy, Andy Mant, the owner there, just explode over the years. Now they have an eight-figure business doing this stuff, and they really make quality products. So Bond Charge also has stuff for your house to make your life easier if you want to be dedicated to this whole light thing. They have lamps that only have red bulbs. They have red bulbs themselves that can be plugged into any lamp that accepts a normal light bulb. They have night lights that are red. Uh, Really, really, really cool stuff. Oh, reading lamps that are red. So gosh forbid you read a book before bed. What a concept. You can do it with a red light facing the book. Perfect, perfect stuff for anyone who is deeply interested in really getting this light stuff down and the circadian biology side of health down. So bondcharge.com for some fun gizmos and gadgets. That's an easy way to rack up $300 on the credit card. (laughs) Last one that I would recommend for this episode, and I have mentioned this in previous years. I'm still using them to this day. I haven't found anything better. I love these guys. 
irisTech.co. So that's irisTech.co, I-R-I-S, tech.co. And if you can hear my keyboard right now, it's me double checking to make sure I did have the right URL on that. And I certainly did. So they are a blue light filter for your screens. So you can download this right to your computer and it's nighttime where I'm at now. And so I just simply go to right click on the thing. I click on the sleep mode and then my screen turns red. Now, you really would want to wear glasses over this. And you can see when you get a real pair of nighttime blue light blocking glasses that it's not perfect on the screen. Like the screen's pretty red, but it's not as blocked as it should be. That's okay. We're just trying to do the best that we can. And you might say, well, Ev, why do I have to block my screen if my eyes are blocked with the glasses? Great question. It's not for your eyes. It's for your skin. The same thing that triggers us to be awake from blue light in the eyes is the same thing that's found in the skin. It's something called melanopsin. And we didn't even uh, realize it was in our skin until I think it was less than a decade ago. It might have been 2016 or 2017. And so we discovered this and we realized, oh crap, when blue light hits the skin, it can also trigger our body to say, hey, you need to be awake, you need to be awake. That's why it's good to wear nighttime blue light blocking glasses. That's great. And if that's the only thing that you can do with the situation you're in, that's fine but you want to take it a step further. You want to be using different bulbs for nighttime in your house. You want to be filtering the screens. Really, you know, if you have neighbors, if you live in a townhouse or in a development, they should be getting close to calling the cops. <laughs> they should be walking their dog at 9 p.m. and wondering what the hell is all that red for my crazy neighbor's house. If you're not on that level yet, you know, you might not be blocking as much blue light as you think. <laughs> we have, um, they'll be on the podcast eventually. Two of my great friends, uh, Brian Jastrzewski and Kara Bachman, they are uh, graduates of the FDN course. They just graduated this past year or in the past year. And we all lived very close to each other. We were all in the same apartment complex. So Maddie and I were over in one building and then a hundred feet away, they were in the next one. And they actually took it farther than us because we would always just do like the computer screens and then have some uh, little like night lights and then use our glasses. That was it. My friend Brian went all out and he like put the bulbs in and did all this stuff. So when you walk by their apartment at night and there's dog walkers everywhere there, like 80% of that damn apartment complex owns a puppy, it seems. It, their whole window is just bright red. It looks absolutely insane. That's the level you want to be on if you want to take this seriously. <laughs> so number one, make sure you're getting out every single morning. Number two, make sure you're using actual blue light blocking glasses at night. And then you can use the daytime ones that have the yellow tint when you are ready to do that. Number three, get a vitamin D lamp for the rainy days or for when it's winter or fall where you're at. And again, that's the Chroma D-Light 2.0. That is my current recommendation for that. It has vitamin D and red and near infrared. If you can't get that because they're back ordered, then a spurty vitamin D lamp will do just fine for right now. Number four, you're going to want to download Iris on your computer and you will have the best blue light blocking software right on the computer. And number five, get some more gizmos and gadgets from bondcharge.com. I really got to get a sponsored or affiliated with some of this stuff. I just shouted out like four different companies and we won't get a dime off of this. Not that it's all about that, right? But you know, hell, if it's not going to hurt you guys and it gets us paid and allows me to keep doing this podcast, hopefully, then it seems like it'd be smart. One day, 
one day we will figure that out. That's a lot of companies to go make deals with just for one podcast episode. If you guys have any other cool tips that I missed, please let me know. Go to FDN Training on Instagram, shoot us a DM and say, hey, Ev, I don't think you thought about this one. Maybe you should shout this out in the next episode. And um, if it is, in fact, the case that you are correct, we will happily do that. We'll be back uh, next time with our normally scheduled episodes. I just had to get this one out. I feel like it's my Detective Ev PSA every year, and we're already in February. I can't believe how fast this year is going. I don't know if you feel the same way. It's kind of insane. I don't know if this is just something that's normal with getting older. I can't tell if it's correlated with the madness of 2020, and I've always just felt like life's going fast since then. I have no idea, but all I know is the months go by very, very quickly now. And um, I didn't want to wait any longer. I don't want this to be out in April. I want this to be out at a time where you guys can still get some benefit from it. And depending on where you're listening, if you're one of our Canadian listeners, for example, uh, this is still quite relevant. I know it is not so pretty up there right now for you guys, unless you're a lover of the snow, then I'm sure it's beautiful. (laughs) I'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you so much for listening as always. 